comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. to Fear, the Walking Dead TV podcast, number 208. This is for season three, episodes 15 and 16 of Fear the Walking Dead, uh, entitled Things Bad Begun and Slay Ride. Hi, I'm your host, Craig DeMonda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Aaron Newirth. We did it. We made it through, through season three of Fear the Walking Dead. It's been a hell of a sleigh ride, huh? I'll tell you that much. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, it wasn't even that good. And Jim Dietz is with us as well. Wait, wait, are you ready? Troy. Stop. Hammer time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was even better. That was pretty good. I like that. So, uh, Things we'll be, bad have begun. Oh, man. We'll be joined by, actually, uh, Daryl Taylor in just a few moments, but we're going to get started. We have so much to go over. We don't want to waste another moment to tear into the season finale of uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. I know uh, everyone's waiting with bating breath to see what was going to happen, and some things happened. So, uh yeah, we made it here. You're right. It feels like a long journey. It does feel like a journey we've been on in this this, uh, this season three for sure. I oddly feel like they went on, a, on somewhat of a high note, though. You know, I, I, there were some interesting things that happened here in the finale. I would do you one better. I would wager to say these two episodes might be top three Fear the Walking Dead episodes. I think this is a really uh, strong for now. I mean, I, <laughs> given what I have to work with, I think. Yeah, I yeah, can't I'm, really argue that too much because it's like, you know, like the world's tallest midget or something. But yeah, they probably are some of the best episodes that we've seen. Yeah, I was so, a big fan of the season opener, actually, and that was also directed by Andrew Bernstein. And these two are directed by Andrew Bernstein. So I kind of see I see a little pattern here. I see they break out Andrew Bernstein when the, when the good episodes are, are, are coming, I guess. And um you bring know, in the burn. Bring, bring in the burn. Bring the burn. That's right. <laughs> actually, it's kind of funny. I, was, I actually watched, uh, and I don't usually do this, but um, watched The Talking Dead, and Coleman Domingo was like shadowing Andrew Bernstein because he wants to be a director or something, and he's like, he's learning a lot and learning the craft, and, you know, he says he's, he's the man to watch. They, they were all giving a lot of respect to this guy, Andrew Bernstein, so I thought yeah, he did a good job. About that, uh, yeah. Coleman Domingo, he's talked about that in the past one or two, because he's a stage guy, but he's, he's talked about wanting to kind of direct shows and whatnot in the past. Um, I respect that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I've seen a lot of great television actors or stage actors become really good directors, so, I mean, it's definitely, it's good to learn the job, but... 
yeah, I mean, these two these two were good. I mean, if we just take out a few of the episodes in between the first episode of the season and maybe these two, we, we kind of have something to work with here, you know? But uh, I guess maybe because it wrapped up uh, a lot of knots, you know, kind of kind of it tied everything up nicely. We didn't have a lot of loose threads kind of after this, except where everyone is at the end. That's the only loose thread there really is, right? Who's alive and who's dead, but... You know, we, we yeah, kind of wrapped like, up a lot of story it, lines. This, it starts the show. It gives the show a way to start fresh next season, which is that's great for Gimple. Obviously. Right, it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, I think it does do a fine job of bringing all these characters together to a head, regardless of the kind of work that it took to get us to where we are. And even if there's some elements that still aren't that great about this finale, there's a, a lot here that I think really just brings it all together. Also, compared to last season, where remember like the first, it was the two part thing again. The first half. Like that worked fairly well, and the second half just kind of lost all that energy. This this one it held throughout. Like I was engaged throughout this entire two hour block, which I was not prepared to say for the season finale of Fear of the Walking Dead. That's I, interesting. I agree. Yeah, you're right about that. I'm thinking, not to cut you off, Jim, but it's like I wonder if the first two weren't meant to be together, and but the back two were kind of meant to be together. You know what I'm saying? Like I wonder if they did it more purposely. They stitched these two episodes together that way a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. You, to, to go back to the point you were making about where everyone's left at the end, I think I see one of these threads. Uh, I, we'll get to it when we get to it, but I think I see one of these threads at the end that's going to lead to the crossover that we talked about uh, last episode from the parent show. So, oh, okay. little, te- little, little teaser for Jim's theory at the end of the episode. That's so. nice because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch anything. I'm curious to know what it is. All right, so when we get to it, we get to it. All right, so definitely uh, don't let me pass by that that moment. Um, okay, so let's get right into it, guys. Uh, Things Bad Begun, directed by Andrew Bernstein, written by Jamie O'Brien. Uh, this is, again, the, the AMC recap, so please stop me if I miss anything of importance, but I will read this, this titillating recap they put together for me. So I don't, I don't the title, to... the t- oh, I'm sorry, the title is perfect because it comes from near the end of Macbeth. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, Macbeth is like, he has to talk about more and more people he has to kill. Things Bad Begun makes strong the sells by ill in other words when you do something bad usually you have to do more things bad to cover it up or it leads to more evil wow so. jim I, I missed that shakespeare reference man i mean i'm i'm a, I'm a big fan of of, of uh a Willie, useless Willie english yes, but, you know i missed that one useless english degree power ignite <laughs> <laughs> that's good that was a good one because that's kind of like not one of the famous quotes like you know you know the famous shakespeare quotes like the ones from hamlet or from you know like those yeah. you know this one this is kind of the obscure one at the end of the scottish play so you 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 threw it well, in it makes, there. That was it nice. It makes sense for what happens in the episode, too. I mean, we see, and, you know, the big betrayal with this, too, with Strand and everything kind of fits. It's a big Beth um, quote as well. So it's all about betrayal. See, you learn something, guys. You, you, not only do you get, you get entertained, you learn something by listening to the Walking Dead TV podcast. How awesome is that? Come on. So we're getting started. Nick Slaughter's infected in the streets and collects their heads in a shopping cart. I, I thought this was actually pretty cool. Nick sells the heads to El, uh, it says El Matarif, but isn't it El Matadero? Okay, so let me screw oh. this one up a little bit. Who removes the locus corilius glands from each head to sell to the proctors. The proctors ingest the harvested organs to help them fight longer and harder. He mentions that the proctors are gearing up for something big. Troy sees the, the proctors mobilizing and asks one of the men what's happening. Although he does it in kind of a weird way. He kind of shuffles up to him and says, hey, man, que pasa or something or like or whatever. He says he talks Spanish to the guy. Troy tracks down Nick at a bar and tells him that Madison's in trouble because he finds out what's really happening. 
and this is where it goes right to the credits. And actually, this is a pretty cool opening scene. And and Aaron, you've said this before, and it kind of ran through my head your thoughts as as I, as I was watching this. This was a really cool little snippet into this bizarre world again. Like, and I mm-hmm. I wish you could have spent more time here. Like you see, like these little you know parlors of debauchery and these little places you can get some drinks and you can get your drugs you can get your women you can get you this you can get you that it's all at your disposal it's like a pretty cool place to like you want to be at you know it's 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 and we only got a little snippet of it but i thought it was pretty neat the way they you know took us into the um the credits this episode yeah i completely agree it's neat to see the kind of more details of the bar and yeah it's pretty disgusting like they're cutting open the head to get the brain stuff it's like okay like this is a lot but okay it makes sense though i mean that's a it's a definitely renewable resource that they can harvest and i think this kind of world building goes a long way to like kind of lend a little bit of verisimilitude to the story you know what i mean i can i can believe that this kind of thing would go you know this kind of you know, barter town or whatever would end up where it is and doing what they're doing. You know, I mean, I, that part I, that part I buy. You know, it's just cool. I think we should. I mean, we they did go here a few times, but we always felt like they were running from something. I wish we could have just hung out like with Nick and Troy and spent a little more because I could see Nick taking this whole place over ultimately. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or becoming a big player in this in this place. And I guess well, this, this season took us different directions, but. Anyway, after the credits, Strand joins Madison at the dam and tries to comfort her about Alicia and Nick's departures. He offers her some scotch, which, of course, she takes. Alicia and Diana, her new friend, drive to the trading post to sell infected body parts. Uh, which I didn't understand. I guess, is that the teeth again? Is that what the, the, I didn't really see what they were. They were in a Jeep together. I don't know what the... They were she was collecting teeth and fingers. She said in the last episode okay. they, paid for, they paid for those. I'm not sure what they're doing with them, but she said she made money off those. So That's what I heard last those. last week. Okay, it just it just says infected body parts here, so I don't know what what they alluded to. Uh, bandits crash into their car and try to steal their goods, and that was a pretty wicked crash. Like they timed it pretty good. I mean, they, you know, Alicia was driving at a pretty good clip, and they just totally t-boned her to try to uh, to try to steal their goods. But Alicia and Diana fight them off pretty pretty bravely. I mean, there's four men and. These two women kind of held them off pretty good. Alicia scares them off with a rifle and finds Diana with a broken leg. Is that her name, Anna? Diana. Diana. Okay, I, somehow I missed that, that woman. That I don't know if it's even here. said. It's just this is coming right off the AMC recap. So that's cool. I can't remember them saying her name. I can't remember saying her name either. I, I just better than calling her, you know, Alicia's friend. <laughs> it's a good little fight scene. It, it works out. Yeah, a little action piece there. I mean, and it play it plays up the dynamic. I mean, we don't know the the Diana character too much, but like we get that like she's of action and she's more you know wants to consider things. So she's like she's not shooting them; she just gets the gun, and that's the kind of the break in the fight. Mm. Walker gives Ophelia's rosary to Daniel, so he kind of knocks on his door and gives it to him as a as he's about to leave. They both express a desire to know what happened in the final hours at the ranch, and Walker's like, "Hey, man." I was here with you. I, I wasn't there. I didn't know what happened. Madison and Strand drink heavily together, back up to their little perch. Strand tells Madison uh, that he's never killed a living person. Madison says that it's just a matter of time. Actually, she kind of asks him, like, you know, I think I think she, she, she can see that he hasn't done it yet, but he's getting close to that point. And Madison says it's just a matter of time. Daniel informs Madison uh, that Nick has arrived at the dam. So he kind of shuffles up on him and says, hey, your, your son's here. 
Nick and Troy relay that what they have learned at the bazaar to Madison, Strand, Daniel, Lola, and Efrain. The Proctors are planning to raid the dam. So this this kind of throws Strand's plans awry because we we know at this point, or we're about to find out that Strand has basically sold out the dam to the Proctors for some reason. Again, I can't. He explains why at the end of this episode. I still don't buy it though. Um, you know, he's, he he sold out the dam to these Proctors, but you know, Nick and Troy. <laughs> Blow those plans up, obviously. Strand got a strand, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Daniel is all over Troy, though. Did you see that? Like, he kind of sensed that there's something wrong with this guy. Like, he knew it right away. He knows, yeah. He's, yeah. he's completely on top of that. That was pretty neat. Efrain proposes using C4 again to blow up the dam. He, he's keep, he keeps proposing the same thing. He wants to blow up the dam, release the water to the people, let the people drink. Daniel suggests they post guards at the dam's entryways and use explosives as a bargaining chip, threatening to blow up the dam if the proctors do actually get through and they can't negotiate with them. Strand urges Madison to leave with Nick, but Madison insists on staying to help. Troy volunteers to help set up the explosives. Nick insists Madison leave the dam before the proctors show up. She admonishes Nick for using again and orders him to eat some food. She doesn't say it like that. She kind of is a little more cool about it. She goes, like, oh, I hope you're using clean wares or something. And she kind of gives him a little little kind of advice on the side. But... I'd be more concerned about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a little lighthearted. Given given how the series started, it's like, I, I feel like there should be a little bit more of a reaction to, hey, my drug addict son is using drugs again during the apocalypse. Maybe uh, I should. Yeah, it concerned. seemed a little offhand, like her, her, you know, like kind of flippant almost, her remark. And, and yeah, that was not, a, a, it was like the Aaron saying, that was not a good reaction at all. Especially, that. especially given where things go as far as what Nick's eventually going to be doing and Madison's reaction, how we're supposed to respond to something like that. It's like, okay, like <laughs> building up this relationship a bit more in the end might have been a little beneficial. But. It was definitely icy. It was definitely a little cold on her on her part. And you're right. She was, she was drinking with Stan, so, you know. <laughs> she was numb. Walker and Crazy Dog pack their bags. Walker informs Madison that they're heading north to search for members of their tribe. Madison shakes their hands. Let's so, keep in mind, by the way, that of yes. all the characters, Crazy Dog's the one that does not look like a crazy dog. Like, he seems like a generally nice guy, but he's called Crazy Dog. That's what we have to go with. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, I like him, though. He's an interesting character. He's a good little sidekick. He's a good character, but yeah. it's just like, of the names on this show, it's like, you wouldn't necessarily expect Crazy Like, Walker, that's a nice, like, that's a fine name. Like, Crazy Dog. It's like, it's like, <laughs> He's one of the serious characters supposed to consider. And he's not even like he's like a wild card. He's just a regular guy. <laughs> right, right. It's like the Indian naming ceremony. They blew it on that one, right? He's, he didn't... But, but, <laughs> like if they if they like nicknamed um, Troy Crazy Dog, like that would make sense to me. I could see them calling him Crazy Rabbit Dog, dog or something. Yeah, oh, exactly. you know. <laughs> well, you know, it's like when you call a big guy tiny or a bald guy curly, you know, it's just... It's ironic. Oh, yeah, because he's so quaint. They call him right. Crazy Dog. Exactly. <laughs> he's perfectly mannered in every respect. <laughs> so Alicia stands by Diana's side as a doctor, Eddie, sets her leg in a cast. So they've made it back to the, to the bazaar. Eddie commends Alicia's medical skills and asks for her assistance in an upcoming surgery. Nick forces Strand to confess that he made a deal with Proctor John to facilitate a takeover of the dam in exchange for a role as steward of the dam. Now, that's kind of a loaded sentence there. Nick forces Strand to confess. I like seeing Nick and Strand talking again. Like, that's what I missed the last couple of episodes. I'm glad that they're finally dialoguing. And 
Strand let it loose in the kitchen. He goes, look, man, here's, here's my con, and here it is straight. You and your mom, get the hell out of here, because I'm going to be running this place pretty soon. And at least he's, he's levels with, with Nick. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, we, we say yeah. Strand does what Strand, you know, Strand does Strand, but at the same time, like, I do get the kid, like, some troubles aside during this half of the season, I do get where he's coming from, and it, it makes sense to me for his character to be in the position he's trying to be in. Like, there's things that have led up to this that have been less, that have been more problematic, but I do think the point he's at now, which is why I like this finale, it does kind of put the characters in the place where I expect them to be. It's like, yeah, this is a guy that's swindling, but he's getting out the people he cares about, which are basically just two people at this point, as well as doing what he can to be on top in some way. Do you think he actually thinks Proctor John is going to make him the steward of the dam? I mean, after he'd already like had him chained to the wall for debts or whatever earlier in the series? I I mean, do you really think... I don't, I don't really... I, it was hard to read whether he thought he really was or whether he was just playing this bluff to get Madison and Nick out of there, you know? I, do, I think he, w- it, at the very least, was holding on to an idea that he can do the thing he's good at doing. Later on, he's going to get those results, but at least be comfortable in the place that he's in where he's he's handling this thing the way he knows how to. And if it gets the results he wants, then great. But at the very least, he can at least get the girl and the kid out. Right, right. Okay. Strand explains that Proctor John agreed to spare Madison and Nick as part of the deal, but worries that once Daniel and Lola resist the attack, the deal will no longer be honored by the Proctors. Yeah, obviously. So he's afraid the deal's going to go sour at this point. Daniel corners Nick and demands to know how the Horde found the ranch. Now, Nick insists he and Troy try to redirect the infected after spotting them on the outskirts. Daniel senses Nick is lying and locks the door to the room. <laughs> Now this is what good. I wanted to see. This, this is a good yeah. scene. Yeah. This is a good scene, <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to see. I wanted to see Daniel interrogate Troy. I wanted Troy to suffer horribly under Daniel's razor blade, and we never I saw wanted that. To, I wanted to ask real quick: Do we? Did you already pass the? I'm sorry, I don't mean to backtrack too far, but did we pass the scenes where where Alicia was talking to uh, Doctor John, like through his surgery and stuff? I don't think oh, so. I, thought, I, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. No, it, these these notes are kind of skimmed, so I don't think we got to that point yet. But we're pretty close. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I got the order wrong. Then my bad. I'm, no problem. Edit this out. My my mistake. No problem. No, it's all good. There's a lot that happened. Madison and Troy sets up explosives under the dam. Madison thanks Troy for luck, looking after Nick. Wait, 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 wait. We got to get yes. back to the torture. The torture stuff. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, the um, the, no, it's a good scene. And I see. I I can see what you're saying. Apart Daniel going after Troy, but at the same time, I like the if I'm get if we're gonna get rid of Troy, I. I like the way they go about doing it as far as who's who who gets to him. I think it makes the most sense as far as the, the, that pairing of characters. But I do think the Daniel and Nick stuff, I think that works really well, too, as far as uh, Daniel being the person he is and, and, and Nick being the person he is. It, it's for a season that I've had really questionable things about Nick going on. I, 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 for you know, a sense of finality, I like that these are the pairings that we got here, and it's just a, it's well acted between the two of them. I think it really it sells who these people are in a series in a season that's been problematic for inconsistencies. This is like it's getting back to some of the basics that we understand about them. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, right. I, I like seeing Daniel being in his this kind of mode and and Strand being in his swindling mode. It's good to have them go back to what they're good at. I kind of like even Nick using again. Like it's it's where they belong. It's where these characters are supposed to be. So you're right. I definitely agree least, with that. At least it's giving the characters more definition and kind of calling back to you know things in, in their previous story, you know parts of their story arc. You know what I mean? 
because I mean, we're trying. What well, the, th- the thing about this finale is, it really whittles down the cast to like a main five, if you think about it. And uh, you know, the better defined those characters are, I think the better the show is going to do going forward. So. I agree. Daniel corners Nick and demands uh, how the horde. F- okay, we talked about that. Locks the door to the room. Sorry. Madison and Troy sets up explosives under the dam. Madison thanks Troy for looking after Nick. Troy switches on the receiver and hands it to Madison. Again, they had some dialogue. It doesn't really go into it here, but they had a little back and forth, this and that. She, he kind of is asking his mommy, am I okay? Are we good? You know, still kind of that weird mother-son tension thing. I even got a little, like, weird sexual tension there. Like, he reached up and wanted to... I don't know. Do you guys get that creepy feeling a little bit when he was in the room with her there? I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Uh, I, think, you know, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I got that vibe. I mean, I thought... Her piecing it together after, like, Nick tells her, you know, Troy needs to hide or Daniel's going to probably kill him. And then Madison starts figuring out, you know, why would Daniel want to kill Troy if he didn't do anything? You know what I mean? And then, I mean, I thought that that part of it worked. Okay. What um, what got to be, we're talking about Troy's last scene, essentially, right? That's no, this is the one before that. This is where just him and okay. Madison right. are, are, are talking and reviewing okay. things and setting explosives. Okay. I have more to say, but I, I want to keep going. <laughs> Fine. Daniel interrogates Nick and again demands to know who led the horde to the ranch. Nick covers for Troy. He basically comes up with a story where he blames it on the dead brother, Jake. Daniel kind of buys it, but... Eh. He doesn't. He does not buy this. He gets exactly what Nick's doing. He knows he's Nick's being his honorable self where he's like, he's not going to rat out somebody. So he's going to blame it on the dead guy. <laughs> and I think, I think you make an excellent point, Craig. I kind of expected Daniel to go after Troy next and give him this kind of treatment. You know what I mean? He would have. I mean, like yeah, I guess if you had a chance to, he would have. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that would have been the fitting end. That would have been the absolute fitting end to, to Troy. I mean, Daniel did, giving him his, his just desserts. I think that would have been great, but. We'll keep going. All right. <laughs> Eddie introduces Alicia to Proctor John, another Deadwood uh, actor, by the way. So yeah. br- bringing that together, I don't have his name in front of me, but he was he was the preacher in uh, in Deadwood. Um, hey, Daryl, you with us? Yes, I just I just found out. Excellent. Welcome aboard, sir. So Eddie introduces Alicia to Proctor John, who is bound to a wheelchair. Proctor John details his plan to expand his drug empire, but explains that the growth on his spine, which causes paralysis has hindered his plans. He orders Alicia to assist Eddie, who will be operating to remove the growth, but he warns her that his brothers, his biker brothers, will kill everyone in the room if the surgery fails. I will say, if this was handled differently, this would be like the worst aspect of this episode. I th- there's, <laughs> it's a character that's basically, we haven't seen this guy before, right? This is the first time we're actually seeing. No, we've, we've heard, heard of him. him. We've right. heard, heard of him, him. right? Yeah, that's amazing. I'm making sure. And, uh, you know, for the season finale to introduce a major character like this, uh, let alone his crew and all this stuff, it could have easily gone terrible, as the Fear of the Walking Dead has <laughs> is wont to do. Uh, but for some reason, this performance really worked for me. I think it really clicked together to, while it's not maybe the most like effective relationship we see in the show, especially in the next episode, I do think it's effective enough for, like, I care about this plotline enough to want to see where it goes. Nick finally says that Jake led the herd to the ranch. After learning that Nick killed his father, Daniel releases Nick. Again, we don't think he believes him, but he releases him nonetheless. Eddie begins the surgery and slices into Proctor John's back. 
Alicia distracts Proctor John by holding his hand and asking about his family. This is the scene I think you were talking about earlier. Proctor John screams. Yeah, I got the order wrong. I think Ray McKinnon kills it as Proctor John. Is Very that the actor? Yeah, from Deadwood too. He's um, in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I know he was. In, wasn't he in Sons of Anarchy as well? Yeah, uh, he I might mean, have probably. probably. He has probably. the look. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree with what Aaron was saying. This could have been very, uh, very trite and kind of hackneyed and uh, very even eye rolling in, in, in the hands of a lesser actor. I thought he was probably one of the best things about these episodes. Uh, yeah. I, I totally bought him, and I thought he, you know, he he sold his character to me from from moment one. He uh, he created the show Rectify, which I was a big fan of on uh, the Sundance Channel. Oh. Um, uh, he, I, I like Ray McKinnon. I was trying, I was trying to think of the name. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for bringing it up, Jim. But uh, yeah. yeah, he's, he, he's an effective presence, and I did think it worked quite. And it's a very different kind of role for him. I, I would, I mean, Deadwood maybe is a little more comparison, but other right. roles of of late, it's a little bit different for him. And I do like the the whole that whole scenario. I think it also works because I think Alicia. I know you guys have been off and on about how effective she is. I do think her character to me has been pretty consistent in this series. And I think it helps here again, you just kind of see her further evolution as a character. Um, so I, yeah, I think this, this was a good portion of the episode for something that just seems kind of shoved in amidst the rest of the drama that's going on with all the other major characters. Right. Actually, Alicia's stepping up in a lot of ways. Like I, she's, she's strong with the walkers. She's strong against people that are trying to attack her. She's good in this kind of emotional, compassionate nurse-like thing. I mean, she's she's definitely well-rounded. She's getting more well-rounded. I, I have no problem with what she's doing and what she's bringing to the show right now. Well, like, it's compared to Nick, where, like, last scene it seemed, last season it seemed like Frank Delane was kind of stepping it up more, like the show was giving, and then it just kind of came crashing down. It feels like the Alicia stuff's at least been pretty steady. It's like it's yeah. steadily along. It's like, mm. it is, I, I don't, I, I could, I could tell you offhand what the things that are wrong with Nick are as far as his character goes. Alicia is a little bit trickier. I do think that it, the show works better in her favor, which is surprising. <laughs> yeah, I think, the, I think there's definitely been more of, um, like discernible character growth with Alicia yes. than there has been with Nick. I mean, Nick yeah. has been kind of all over the place. Yeah, he's, he's been, he went backwards for a while. I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. Daryl, are you coming to us from the murder shed? Are you all situated? Are you, uh, Daryl? Uh, I'm here. I'm oh, here. I'm just here. making sure. I okay. Had to mute. That's right. <laughs> I had to mute for a minute. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just to let the audience know, I got about ten minutes before I might have to abruptly leave, but then I'll, uh, well, I'll maybe be back. But uh, we'll keep going. We'll keep powering. You can through. come and go as you please, Aaron. You know that. That's no problem. Okay. Daniel notices damn water pumping in the wrong direction. Strand assures him that Lola has it under control. Yeah, like he believes him. Nick tells Madison and Troy that Strand sold them out to the Proctors. Madison insists on warning Daniel and Lola, but Nick says that Daniel will kill Troy if he sees him. Madison okay. presses Nick for an explanation. Troy admits that he led the horde to the ranch. Madison punches Troy and fatally slams his head with a hammer. She takes the detonator. Now... Obviously, this is a great scene. Yes. <laughs> so that's what does it. So finally, that's what does it. You came just at the right time, uh, Daryl. Yes, yes. That's automatic, it, automatic plus one to my Toby rating. <laughs> you promised us that. So whatever it was, it's automatic plus one, right? Okay, got it. I loved it, but it's just like that. But, I mean, you, you went through all of that. Like, all the terrible things he's done has been named throughout the episode in the beginning. But him just saying that was what finally got you to... It was a surprise. Just, I mean, there were yeah. a few things in this, like, huge thing... For, I mean, there were a few surprises peppered through it, but it was surprising that 
it was there and then and and Madison doing it to me anyway. I thought it was a surprise. It was a surprise because it was like you let everything else go. Like you didn't like he's done so many horrible things and it's like you just let it uh, roll uh, off your I, back. I, I think I it goes say, it goes back to a point. I'm, I'm sorry, Aaron. Really sorry. quick that Daryl made a few episodes ago, I think. I can't remember. I think it was Daryl that made it. That, there were like everybody in this cast has a reason to kill him. So like at any moment he could go. So like then he yeah. did, and I didn't expect it to be the way it, you know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have said I expected it to be this, but I do. Madison did have the closest relationship with Troy, even more than Nick. Like the they've been together from the start of this season, right? I mean, going back to when she put a spoon in his eye. True. Like they've they've been the closest, and so I, I it's certainly not the best way to have handled all of this. I completely agree with that. It's been a re- really rocky road as far as seeing the evolution of Troy's character, which I theorize again, that I think the character was probably liked so much by the, you know, the rest of the writers that are like, we don't know what to do here because obviously this character should die, but also we like working with this. That seems like what it was. And I did read an article where they didn't really want to kill Troy today. Like that wasn't initially their plan until they kind of changed things midway through um, where they're like, actually we kind of have to kill this character and keep things moving. Um, And like you, you guys mentioned, um, uh, Daniel P being the one that could have killed him. And it's like, I get the logic of that because he is responsible overall for the death of Ophelia. But at the same time, Daniel doesn't know Troy. Like there's no, for me, there wouldn't be much satisfaction of seeing a guy that he's never met before or killed this other guy. It's just like, okay, that's just a guy killing a guy. But seeing Madison do it as, ish, as issue laden as it has been, there is a kind of, it closes off the loop there. As far as that character relationship, that dynamic is, is something that's been intriguing from the you know from again from the start of the season. I I would compare it to something like Andrea's role in season three of The Walking Dead, where I had major issues with everything they were doing with Andrea, and then she has this kind of really shoddy monologue explaining why she was acting the way she was and what she plays like. Okay, not the best written stuff, and I'd apply that here as well. I think it's the same kind of thing, but. I got to see Troy die finally for one thing. And I like that it's fairly nondescript. It's like, forget this guy. I don't need to see him get this epic death. He's a terrible person. Just like, just knock him out and he's done. And it does that. It knocks him out. The episode's not even over yet. Episode's not over. It's not even the last episode. It's the episode before the last episode. It's like, fuck this guy. Mm -hmm. Just get get him out of here. Then shove him off. Just like Chris last season. I just I, I hear what you're saying about you know getting it from Madison and not Daniel. I guess the only reason I wanted Daniel to be the instrument of his death because it would be painful. I wanted Troy to die painfully, and he just got out easy, just a quick clock to the head by Madison. That's that seems like a, just too easy of a way out for him. It's kind of a it's kind of just like a, I almost want to say like workmanlike, just kind of a practical way to kill him instead of giving him like a torturous mean because they're in the middle of a bunch. of now they have a lot of stuff going on yeah it was almost almost comedic i think the word i would use would be perfunctory it was just like she was like kind of sighed and then just bam you know i'm just like whoa okay this is something she had it was almost like he did it i don't have to shoot you now scott was saying and then she just hits him in the head and that's it and then look at him I, i would say though if it was a villain i loved to hate then i would be on board with this if like i if like I hated Troy, but I couldn't help but watch him because he's so intriguing. I would agree with you. Like, if it's Negan, like, if Negan gets some elaborate death scene, that makes sense. It's like, I love to hate this guy. But Troy, it's like, f*** him. I don't, he doesn't deserve this. He doesn't deserve some, he doesn't deserve, like, he, he's not John Malkovich in Con Air. I don't need to see him get killed, like, four times before he finally bites it for good. Yes, I made a Con Air reference. It's the best one. But, um, like, if you want to over overplay the death, like, 
It's like, no, just get rid of him. Just get him off the show. And he's gone now. <laughs> so there. Yeah, no, I hear you. He, he got his just desserts. I, I just I just thought he would get a little bit more torture, more more pain. That's all. I mean, it is the Walking Dead after all. We, if we can't do it here, where can we do it, right? I mean, this is this is the this is the world you can <laughs> you can wish these kind of grisly deaths on. Fair. Eddie finishes the surgery. Alicia breathes a sigh of relief when Proctor John demonstrates movement in his toes. A soldier informs Proctor John that his men are about to enter the tunnel pipes. Proctor John orders Alicia to join his crew. We just got to call him John. It's Proctor John. <laughs> I'm reading it just as it's written here. So, yeah, <laughs> we don't have the best uh, recappers here at AMC. Daniel and Lola rush to the pump room to determine why the damn water is flowing the wrong way. Strand holds them at gunpoint and reveals his deal with the Proctors. Daniel lunges at Strand and gets shot in the chin while trying to grab the gun. Lola helps Daniel to his feet and they kind of scurry off. The Proctors infiltrate the dam through the unguarded tunnels. Daniel's men ambush the Proctors. Gunfire breaks out, killing Efrain. A Proctor brother confronts Strand about the ambush. Strand assures him that Lola and Daniel are dead. Which, in reality, they're not. So I don't know why he would say that. Yeah. I'm going to say right now, a lot of like random extras and people that have been on the sidelines die in this episode. I had no sympathy for any of these people. <laughs> like, I could not tell you. So, the like, Afraid, like, Lola, sudden. it's like, okay. not even, like, not Lola, maybe it's because I've oh, seen her. I've seen, I've seen Lola enough with Daniel. They're like, okay, that's a little set. But, like, most of these people, it's like, I do not give any. Yeah, I don't. Even the preacher happened. was annoying. Like, let God decide. If I hear that one more time from him. Uh, oh, from uh, what, Afraid, you mean? Like, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 I was done with him. I was done. He was going to get everybody killed anyway. <laughs> Strand bigs Madison and Nick to a remote room and promises to try to keep them safe. He says, promises to try to keep them safe. Doesn't doesn't promise to keep oh. them safe. He takes you know, the You know, all, yeah. all the jokes we've made about Lando Calrissian, like, it seems like they, they really wanted to do it for this for this episode. <laughs> They put him in such a position, like he made he made plans with the you know with the enemy, and then he reneged on the plans. Right, right, right. It was like they tried <laughs> the so deal hard. did keep getting worse all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it, Aaron. I was, I was waiting I was for it. Waiting for yeah, yeah, he set you up, Aaron. That was I was waiting for it. I'm telling you, like, all through the episode, I was like, damn, this is like they listened. They must have listened to every joke that people probably made about Lando Carissian and and him. And it's like, they thought it'd be cool to kind of actually do it. Put him in a position to be that. And yeah, they did. Sometimes on, you just me. can't get the space cape on the right time. <laughs> suffer the consequences. And then it ends up, that means that shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. Sure Alright guys, that's the end of this episode. Surely Madison, you belong among with us, uh, among the clouds. Pretty much. <laughs> Take Pretty a much. drink of the water. It's uh, it's gonna kill you. <laughs> Tr- trouble with your droid? No, no. So next sleigh ride. Uh, this is directed by Andrew Bernstein, written by Dave Erickson and Mark Richard. So in a fantasy scene, as as the cold open, Madison cooks a Christmas turkey in the Otto's house. And she I ain't sees getting it. this. You ain't getting this one. You ain't feeling this, this one. I don't no. understand. I don't understand the scene with this. Like I, don't, I didn't get it. I she, would. I mean, 
I, I like I like that it's kind of abstract. And I also I would say I'd wager to say I like it more than the Walking Dead's like fantasy version of like Steve or Steve. Um Glenn and and Maggie and their kid and Abraham. At the picnic table. Yeah. Well, that, you know yeah, what I, I I like this more because it was just so weird. You know what I thought it was going to be? I thought the sitting around that table was gonna be everybody who's died for real. Like and then you'll see someone who's on the show now alive sit at that table and then you realize they're not alive anymore. Mm. I thought that was how they were going to play it. Yeah, I would I would agree that there was probably more potential for what they could have done, but yeah. it was still weird enough for me where it's like, well, this is different. I, I like the, like a hand gets chopped up. Like there's just weird stuff that happens in this whole I, thing. Like, it really like, threw me because at first I was like, oh, this is how they're going to, they're going to play it. They're going to well, play first it. first I thought like, it was a flashback and I was like, oh, it's not a flashback. It's like a what if, or like in a I, weird I, what if. Cause it's like, I would never the, know these people. I was going to say, once they showed the graves on the front lawn and stuff, I realized there wasn't a flashback. But I really appreciated, yeah. like Aaron said, the weirdness of it. I was like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? It really made me pay attention. I, I just really thought that they were going to do a, oh, man. And, you know, like, wait a minute, all these people are dead. And then it's, but Nick right. is sitting there, too. Right, right. Got to tease you, yeah. you know what I mean? Right, like, right. the teaser like that. Yeah. And with oh, that whatever. abstractness, guys, I, I got to take off. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would love to talk about the rest of this. Um, if I, Hopefully, I'll be able to get back on in a little bit, um, but we'll see. But for now, I did like this finale. I'll just put that out there. And, um, and, uh, and I should be back next week for sure. So Fair enough. The, All right. Well, Aaron, listen, you, thank you for stopping by, man. And you're welcome to join us if you can make it back. We'll be on for a little while. So, Cool, guys. Thanks, man. All right. All right. See we'll you. see you soon. All right. Of course, Daryl and Craig will be talking about Star Trek Discovery by then. Yes, oh, we'll be we'll be oh, on our yeah. post we'll be on our post show discussion about Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, it was f- cool. Was it? Oh, it was. I love me some Tilly. I love me some Tilly. I can't believe they used the F word. I was like, oh my god. Right, I yeah. love it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Madison steps outside and joins Nick and Luciana in a cemetery. Luciana mm-hmm. holds a baby in her arm, which was good to see her. By the way, I mean, the show totally I forgot about her. It up. I straight up thought that this was like a part of me also thought this is a flash. This is a flash forward mm. that this has happened. Like Lisa's dead. Uh, eventually, you know, Alicia left because she was pregnant, and then eventually Nick catches up with you know catches up with her. And like I really did, I thought you know like all that was like a lead up, like it's her fault. You know, uh, she lost a daughter or something. You know, like I thought it was, like how they got in the car and they looked at her. Like, it was her fault. Like, I thought that that was how they right. were going to do it. Right. Like, it, it really fooled me. Like, I really thought that. I was like, wait, is this a flash forward? And they're going to and then they're going to go back and we see how they die. And then for the next season, it's a, you know, they're going to go uh, like a year ahead or something. And I, I, I really mean, thought no, that that's it, how they were going to go. It, it, left a, it left you thinking in a lot of ways. But, I mean, the show totally, totally forgot about this character. I mean, I, I guess they totally. didn't because they, didn't they totally. brought her back for this. But, I mean, right. she's right. just disappeared. And she, and, and she was a big part of, of Nick's emotional well-being. They fell, they fell listen, in love. I mean, I, I, listen, that's the, my whole issue with Nick is, like, I ain't sitting in the car with the dude. They tried to kill my lady, and it's the reason why my lady ain't here no more. Right. I'd be looking for her. I'd be going off I'm to the town. I'm looking for her. Right. I don't give a damn about you. In fact, I'd probably kill you. Right. Exactly. Which is why I don't get. Like, he was just okay with it. Like, he's hang, he hanging out with Troy like it's his road dog. 
Yeah, like, that's that, that that always threw me. It always yeah. threw me. So yeah. Madison sees Alicia's name on a grave, as you indicated. She tries to follow Nick and Luciana, but they ignore her and just drive off. And the, all throughout this, the the music sleigh ride is playing through through throughout the whole uh, the whole right. montage. Mm-hmm. And it says after this, in reality, Proctor John rides a Zodiac toward the dam with Alicia and his men. <laughs> they see bodies floating in the water. Strand greets him at the dock and exchanges quick glances with Alicia. John admonishes Strand for the unanticipated resistance from the dam guards. Strand quietly assures Alicia that Madison and Nick are alive and in hiding. He vows to help them escape if she agrees to work with him. But before we get there, it's like, again, he welcomes him to the, to the dam, and then uh, he's like, wait a second, what, what's, what are these dead bodies doing here? And then one of the guys says, yeah, we lost like 12 people. He's like, 12 people? Oh, my God, 12 brothers. Like, he's really pissed at this point. John, he thought it was going to be easy oh, taking, yeah, taking his dam. He was mad. He was mad. Yeah. So Strand's basically, he's not hes not standing so tall right now. Again, he's hes not Strand. Strand's con supposed to be amazing. Like, he's not Strand anymore. Something's wrong he's with him. He's lost. It was yeah. convenient. Oh, I was going to say, it was pretty convenient, though, that John wanted, like, a full account of what happened, giving... Victor, just enough time to whisper to Alicia about a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like it was like a couple episodes ago when they were in the start the uh, the drain or the uh, the steam vents or whatever, and Walker left just long enough for Strand and Madison to have that talk. <laughs> it reminded <laughs> me of that. It's like another you know dramatic convenience. So, um, in the locked room, Nick criticizes Madison for killing Troy. Which I don't think he says it directly like that, but he just, he's kind of, a, he's like, what, are you going to kill me next? Like, he's kind of taunting her. He accuses her mm-hmm. of secretly wishing he had died during the darker days of his addiction. You know, teasing her, saying, well, you wished you got that call, saying you're sorry your son's dead. Madison swears that she never wanted her son dead. It's Someone, almost like Nick wanted her to kill him. Like, he keeps bringing it up. Oh, like he keeps yeah. pushing her to admit yeah, that she's going to kill him. Yeah, you know, like over and I'm just like, he's like, it's like he's obsessed with it, you know? It just doesn't. I don't think he trusts her anymore. I think it's like, where is she going to end? He's she. He's she kills everything, destroys everything. It's like where, where does her destruction end? Where where where, where does she draw the line at this point? He doesn't know. No, he's trying. He's trying like, to push her. He's trying to push her and try to find out where that line is. Yeah. Lola applies pressure to Daniel's gunshot wound and marvels that he's still alive. She leaves him in an underground room while she goes to find a frame. Who's and, dead? Yeah, I think, I think Daniel he knows did. that too. Yeah, Daniel, as soon as she leaves, yeah. he knows she's done. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I think also, and you'll see this later on, he had this kind of surrogate daughter, father-daughter thing with her. Like, I know he had Ophelia, right? But he also felt, I think, because he even puts the rosary in her hand at the end of this episode that used to be Ophelia's. You know, I think he felt that he wanted to protect her, but again, he let her down. Right. Alicia changes John's surgery dressing. John asks how she knows Strand. <laughs> like he, he picked up that they had that little quiet conversation yeah. you weren't supposed to see. Oh, right? yeah. There's a reason he's in charge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alicia admits that Strand helped her family escape from L.A. and that Strand and her mother are now friends. She asks John to spare Madison. He agrees, not at first, though, but he agrees on the condition that Alicia comes to Houston with him and his crew. And here comes Jim's crossover theory time. Dun, so interesting. Dun, 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 dun. You okay. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. This week, Michael Cudlitz, who plays Abraham, put out some rather cryptic tweets about things going on and with The Walking Dead, which is unusual mm. considering his character is dead, right? 
But considering Abraham came out of Texas. Right, and we kind of speculated this, I think, last week. when we And were yeah, Alicia's right. going to Houston with Proctor John. Right. I think we may have a uh, crossover connection here. So, so I mean, if we go back to Abraham's roots, he started out in Texas. He found Eugene. And then they kind of created a larger group, right? And then Rosita got involved. And so we don't know. We never saw that larger group that the only three of them escaped from, which was Eugene, Rosita, and him, and Abraham. So you're right. It could be interesting to bump into those guys, huh? And if it's it's the timeline. It it does, because it took them a while to get from Texas to season, what was it, four, I guess, of The Walking Dead. Uh So, yeah, it, it it does fit. Right in that timeline. Yeah, because like you said, that group had been together for a while. So right. if, they, if we're looking at the timeline for fear, I think if they, they were, um, Alicia and the Proctors would run into Abraham in their group, that would be a real easy crossover for them to do. Very easy. And, and we, sorry, and, and, to, sorry to interrupt your uh, your recap. No, <laughs> please, it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, and You know, it's it's good because I think you can even introduce not only just Eugene, uh, Abraham, but Eugene and Rosita too. You can, uh, bring, yeah. you can bring all three of them over at that point. Maybe even see the larger group, you know, in action that 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 unfortunately fell. Um, but because he referenced a few characters from that group, like you know, Rosita says, "Oh, this guy taught me this. This guy taught me that. Remember that?" So they, right. you know, right. who knows? Could be interesting. Strand checks in on Madison and Nick. Madison holds him at gunpoint, but releases him when he reveals that Alicia is at the dam with John. He instructs Madison and Nick to change into worker uniforms so that he can sneak them out. He admits that he shot Daniel, but didn't kill him. <laughs> Without other options, Madison and Nick reluctantly acquiesced to his plan. So he's like, I'm going to walk you out the front door. <laughs> Lola finds Efrain dead in her office and cries. She sees Strand in the security camera feed and, and strides out of the office with a gun. So she cocks the gun and she's ready to yep. take him out. She passed. Oh, yeah. Strand walks Madison and Nick across a bridge on top of the dam. John's men kill Lola's guards and throw them over the bridge. Strand tells John's men that their boss asked him to kill Madison and Nick personally, and they're about to let him go. The escape is short-lived as Lola attacks the group and guns down several of John's men. John shoots her dead and discovers Strand trying to smuggle Madison and Nick out of the dam. That was such a wasteful death, though. I wish well, they would have used it better. Yeah, I wish they would have used Lola's death better. Cause that was just a wasteful day. Like, he, like just to go out, just to start shooting at every. Uh, I thought she was gonna come up on Proctor and 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 get a and get a shot off and hit him. Just somewhere. maybe even yeah. or maybe get like a wild shot off at Strand or something. Right. I thought it was gonna be something like that. Like she would eventually, you know, like it would be at a right time, the right place, um, that it'll hit somebody. You know. You're right. She just killed some random henchmen. She didn't kill anybody. Yeah, that's all right. she did. That's all she did. Yeah. She might as well just put the gun to her head and kill herself. Pretty much right there, yeah. So Daniel wakes up in the underground room. Alicia then reunites with Madison. One of John's men recognizes Nick from the trading post and recalls that he was with another man. John decides to kill Nick, who he deems untrustworthy, and must therefore also kill Madison and Alicia, knowing that they'll seek revenge for Nick's murder. That shows how smart he is already. Yeah, yep. that's a good point. He's very calculating, right? He goes, oh, mm-hmm. first I'm going to kill you. He's, oh, it's like, he's almost like the anti-Negan. Like, Negan leaves him alive. Like, breaks like, them, nope. but, like leaves him alive <laughs> to use them. But yeah. John is like, no, i got to kill you. He's and like, I gotta boy, kill you. I and then if I kill I you, then she's going to yeah. come for me, too. 
So I might as well just go for the bargain. And I, and I potentially like Alicia in a way that looks really creepy. Like he'd probably eventually right. rape her. <laughs> but he's like, I have to kill you too. Because eventually, even if you fake loyalty, you probably down the line would probably kill me. So I have to, to kill you me. right off. Yeah. Right. I'd never be able to trust you. So I'm not. we're not even going to play that game. You got to die too. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like I said, it's like the opposite of what Negan would do. Negan like mm-hmm. breaks them down psychologically and uses yeah. them. John is just like, oh, I'll just kill him. No, just get rid of him. Very calculating. Mm-hmm. Madison, Nick, and Alicia walk across the damn bridge together. Nick hugs Strand goodbye and then gets in position for his execution. Strand tells John that the dam is rigged with explosives and reaches into his pocket only to find out that the detonator is not there anymore. He comes out empty. Nick reveals he it. took the detonator while hugging Strand. I yeah. knew it because he had that look on his face when he, when he hugged him a little too long. Like he pickpocketed something. See, I thought Strand gave him something at that point. Gave him a gun or gave him the at detonator. First, I, I thought he yeah. did, but I, but I knew he took something. And I thought he gave him the thing at first, but then when you saw Strand pull it out, like he was about to, you know, show it or whatever, and he was surprised. Yeah, yeah Strand is off the game, man. He just his cons are not He's, working anymore. He he used no. to be. He, when he had that suit on, man, he used to control five steps ahead of everybody. Right now, he's you just... pickpocket at a pickpocket. He was a dude that could pickpocket other people. Right, you, and well, he got pickpocketed by our by, by, by Nick. By the, Come on, by the yeah. guy he taught how to pickpocket. Right, yes. <laughs> I was like, I mean, remember damn. back to when we first met him at that prison camp? He was running that whole joint from inside the cell. I mean, running he, it. Come uh, on, running it. You know? and, and we, we haven't seen him run a successful swindle this whole season. I mean, he got like chained to a wall. And, right. You know, the dam. They now stripped this, him you know. down, man. They yeah, stripped I mean, him down. Enough Fair. already. I want to see him back in. I want to see him back in the suit. I want to see him. You know, I want him next season, man. I want, listen. He need to be in the suit. Clean up that scruffy beard. Get that thing trimmed down. He need, bit, he right? need to be shaved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He need, yeah, yeah. He need to just, hey, get a little haircut. Get, get a little, little haircut. Get, little, is <laughs> get a little haircut. Get some new clothes. Put a little watch on. Yeah, come on, right? You he, know, he needs give, that. He needs that. Give me some cool strand. Like he don't sweat when it's hot outside. He that's, in a suit. Thank you. Not sweating. That's strand. Like that's what I was used to. You know his nice house on the water and all. I mean, he, like he he owned everything, man. He was in charge. Yeah, of yeah. He's, he's working with this with this green jacket. It's like, come on, it's, he, he look at he look, yeah. He got to get it. He got to step it up. Yeah, Let's yeah. They gotta they gotta go back to what we like. <laughs> exactly. Give the fans what we want, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. So back to the Christmas fantasy. Madison serves turkey to Daniel, Otto, Troy, Jake, Coop, and Walker, who are all dressed up. And then Strand arrives, and this is great because he's in that suit now, right? In the, mm-hmm, in the scene, right? Mm-hmm. And he looks like himself again. He's, he's smiling. He's got this nice right. suit on. He's got these presents. And he, he looking even, like new money. Looking like new money. New money. And then he gives that present to Daniel. And Daniel gives him a little, yeah. little like the finger gun thing. You know, right. like, I got you. You know, <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. So then Madison removes the lid off the turkey platter and sees Otto's head <laughs> tonight. You, uh, it reminded me of that uh, that trailer in Grindhouse for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. They take that the same deal. There's like a dead person under there. Right. It was pretty good, too. It was like moving a little bit. It was, yeah. like, it was nasty. Right. And then there's like blood filling up the table top, and it was pretty pretty gross. Walker chops off Jake's arm. Blood covers the table. Strand leaves the party. <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here. Madison follows Strand outside and finds the cemetery again. 
Back at the dam, Nick threatens to detonate the explosives unless John allows Madison and Alicia and Strand to escape. Alicia mm-hmm. urges Nick to come with him, but John points out that Nick cannot leave because the detonator's got a range. He loses advantage. Nick calls the negotiations his suicide note. Right. Right. And we've heard that term before. That was something I think Troy even tried to uh, reference earlier on. Um, John agrees to his conditions. So Strand, Madison, and Alicia run from the dam. They try to get the, to get the Zodiac boat going. Of course, there's problems with the fuel. They can't get the thing going. Whatever. Daniel, still alive, attacks two of John's men and procures a gun. Now, this is a pretty cool scene. Like, he's he's limping, right? He's kind of hobbling in that little, uh, you know, that, that passageway in the dam there. Right. And, and he's like, oh, help me, help me. And then he just destroys these three guys. He just beats one down, takes a gun, shoots yeah. him in the head. I'm like, dude, this is great. I love this. This is like- what I want. And I thought that this is what we were going to get. Like, I thought we were going to get Daniel going all taken. You know, like he's got he's got to go take him. Yeah, it's like taken, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> why thought, would they yeah. Why would they set up that whole thing in, earlier? You know, in the in the in the story arc, if they weren't going to pay it off or use it? Right. You know? Right. Right. And I, you know, so this is what I waited for. I was like, I wanted more. I I, I really wanted him to be like starting going off on them in the first in the in part one. You know, slowly whittling them down. And then with with uh, Lola, and then maybe Lola gets killed while he's doing it because I didn't think she would survive this. I, I just knew she wasn't no, going to make it through. She, she was weak to begin with. I mean, you know, she right. was, yeah, she was marked for it. But, but I just love seeing it. it was just a badass scene, and the way they shot it, like he just it's kind of this overhead shot, and you see him just put that last bullet in the guy's head, and then he walks up the stairs. I didn't like, even want him hurt yet. I didn't even want him hurt yet. I right? wanted, I wanted to see Daniel do this like. I, They've the been, whole episode like, teasing of this, right? it. Yeah, right. They they no. kept teasing, but they never really gave us <laughs> straight up Daniel doing his thing, man. You know, like I got a certain set of skills, and I'm about to come up in here. Give that whole give that whole speech, but in Spanish. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, I, I, and I and I, you know, like I have to say, the show is going to have to get itself together with giving people things like that. Right. Um, you know, even though I know they're going to be like, well, this, you know, you got to let the writers write the show they want to t- tell the story they want to tell. That's great, but it ain't helping when nobody's watching it. That's true. Like, you you got to, you got to, like. We went experimental for three years here and, and yeah. the experiment failed. So let's give give the people what they want. If they want to see these characters larger than life and just tearing ass, just destruction, right. just killing people. Give it right. to them. I'm not saying every time, but once in no, a while. No, not get, every time. But you know, give it. Give earned. us. Give us a reward. You know, we stick with the show. Give us a little reward. You know, we, we give us a little earn, something. Give it to us. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. like they gave us little bits of it. Like there's a scene that comes up. We're gonna you, you're gonna mention. Like I was like, yeah, that's good. I like that. Right. Give right. Me some more. Give me some more. Like, and then you, they you, just stop. Yeah. You got a, got a good pack of hounds. You got to give them some meat once in a while, right? That's yeah. It. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. So Strand, Madison, and Alicia reach the Zodiac and launch into the water. Meanwhile, John tries to convince Nick to join him. Of course, Nick refuses. He knows it's a ploy. The Zodiac motor dies. And we, and we see, again, just to create tension. John realizes that Nick cannot detonate the explosives until his family is way out of range of the explosion. His men then close in on Nick. Daniel, did borrow, wait a minute. Did Madison borrow the motor on this boat from like a Friday the Thirteenth movie? I swear, I swear to like, yeah, it's right from Crystal Lake. The gas line was clogged or something. Whatever they had to yeah. do there, and that was we so need stupid. the worst boat engine that you Give got. Give me the 
this boat. Can I have the whole You know what? Thing? Give me the one that does, it, it works against us. It goes backwards. Give me that. Give Actually, me that. it was going backwards at the end, right? It, it yeah, pretty much yeah. did. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. They've been better off just swimming. So Daniel finds Lola's body on the bridge. Uh, he puts Ophelia's rosary in Lola's hand and strides forward. So again, that little closing moment between him and, um, and Lola. Right. Strand, Madison, and Alicia fix the motor and power ahead. As the Proctors close in on Nick, a shot rings out. Walker and Crazy Dog snipe at John's men from a distance. I love somebody, that. Somebody plays Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, right? I was like, I'm in. You got me. You got me. I like that. Give, I like give it. Give me more of that. Give me more of that of it. So, and even like, and even had a cool little moment between them. He's like, oh, I was aiming for this, but I hit that. I was aiming for his mm -hmm. chest, but I hit his head or whatever. Like, they were kind of joking right, with each other. Right. You know, like, dude. So John accuses Nick of bluffing and orders his men to kill Nick. Walker and Crazy Dog shoot more of his men. So again, they, they back off of Nick for a minute. Daniel reaches the group and starts shooting. So he's on the top of the dam now, and he's shooting at him. Nick flips the switch and detonates the explosives. That's it. He's had enough. The dam breaks apart as John and his men flee. Now, I couldn't see, but did John... He didn't get killed, right? He made it out. Okay. No, John got no. away. Because they all kind of had long hair, and then I saw people with long hair getting blown away. His I boy did a moment, because there was a moment where his one of his dudes grabs him, and then he mm -hmm. stops. He looks at Nick, and he passes Nick. Okay. They're walking him away. They're walking yeah. him away, and he looks at Nick, and Nick just has that look on his face, you know, the, you know, a little snide look on his face, mm -hmm. and then they, they walk him away. Uh, and that's it. So you know he's back. He's, he, they're going to have to deal with him. Gotcha. So he's not, he's not yeah. done. Okay. Right. And I'm glad. You know, they need, like, a good villain. Foil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I kind of define them in the next season. I think, you know, Jeremiah Otto was okay, you know, for this. And Pro Proctor came out of nowhere, too. I was yeah. like, where the heck did this guy in this gang come from? Like, you didn't really see much or mention of them. Nope. And now all of a sudden, they're like in this one, in these two episodes, they're the baddest gang I've ever heard of. That's a, that's a cool idea, worse. though. Like a, bank, a biker gang like that survived the apocalypse. That's pretty. I mean, it's pretty it badass idea, sense. right? We've seen sense. it before, would, though. I mean, remember the claimed seen it guys? Before. Yeah, claimed. which guys? Which ones? Claimed. Remember when Daryl ran with those guys for an episode? I guess so. Claimed. They weren't like a, a true claimed. brotherhood. They weren't like, like Sons of Anarchy. They were just a bunch of dudes, right? Like they. I mean, the closest we've seen was like these. Um, the guys See. that ran the supermarket, right? Then the the, mm -hmm. the 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 ex what were they they were like narcotics guys, narcos or whatever they were. They were like right. drug runners, drug cartel, the cartel people. Yeah. Like yeah. we've seen those, but like a true bona fide vest wearing biker gang that survived the apocalypse, it's pretty I mean, that's pretty cool. Like these, well you would think yeah. you would hear like you, you kinda get the feeling like they just came up with this because you would think like they could have led up to this a lot better. Like you've heard like maybe mention them in the first season back, and you don't really you don't see right. them, but you mention them. Like you know, oh the Proctors, sh the Proctors. Show, yeah, show victims, show victims. They've passed, you know, of, of, that have had dealt with them, and now look at them like they're dead or whatever. And you know, the Proctors or some spray paint saying, you know, this is, you know, Proctors land, Proctors or territory or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Uh... So Walker and Crazy Jog uh, watch Madison, Alicia, and Strand struggle to escape the current created by the imploding dam. Unable to do anything to save their friends, they decide yeah. to continue north as planned. They just yeah, ain't nothing else they can do. See, well, like we, he we, had a look on his face. He actually looked like he cared now. 
Yeah, he, he he respected Madison though. You know he he did. He, he did. had this thing with her. He kind of you know I, yeah. what do you say to her? He goes, I I enjoyed walking with you or something. He said yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed our walk with you. I walk with you. He respected like her as a, as a female warrior of sorts or whatever. Right. And you know he so he like when she's her on off, the game, she she's on her game. But when yeah. she when they write her crazy, you know, crazy, they write her crazy. But when they write her right, you know. She's a good actress. So I don't ever want her off the show. Yeah, it's, it's not her. It's it's, it's, it's not her. It's, it's the writing is just doing. It's letting her down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a mess in the room. It ain't, it's not her fault. Yeah. Water bursts through the dam. Daniel reaches Nick. They teeter on the dam bridge as water fills the valley. So I guess Daniel grabs Nick actually, and they kind of yeah he, he saved him. He yeah. saved him. I, that's, was, that's, I yeah. was like God. Damn it! We could have had a moment of like Nick just falling into the. I thought he was gonna fall. I really thought. You, I think you see a really CG did. like yeah, his face I just really falling into the did. dirt. Right. I thought it was, that was gonna be it too. I thought that was it for him. I did they too. They robbed me. They robbed me of what I wanted. I mean, they're not a damn that he himself blows up. You think? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you he is think. just the king of bad. He does. He doesn't touch him. He just. He just gets off. Like it never happens. Like he sets off shit to happen, and it, and it, he always gets out of it alive. It's like, damn it! <laughs> uh, like I said water busts bust through the dam. In the Christmas fantasy, Madison walks through the cemetery and stops at Otto's grave, and a hand shoots out and pulls her into the grave. This is pretty cool, actually. I like seeing. Who didn't that. see that coming? We, yeah, that no coming. doubt. Like in the zombie apocalypse, right? That's kind of yeah, you expect that, yeah, right? That's, got to. He's got to. He's yeah, got he to. pulled her in. Madison plunges into the water in reality at this point. But back mm -hmm. to the fantasy, we see Travis pulling Madison out of the grave. Yep. But she slips back in. I kind of miss him, man. I kind of, you know, he was all right. I kind of, I don't know. Man, once you get rid of the son, you didn't have to kill him off. You know what I'm saying? I kinda, yeah, I kind of, yeah. He got right. rid of the pain in the ass son. I mean, right. You could have let him, let, him, let him live. But, he was, and he was kicking know. some butt in the end, too, man. I kind of like that. Yeah, he's busy yeah. making those Avatar movies. Oh yeah, oh, is that what he's doing sure. with uh, with Cameron? Cliff, Cliff Curtis, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. that Avatar money. That's, that's... What is he? He's making like four of those, isn't he? He's making like four uh, sequels. Something like that. Drum like. Do we'll people see. even want to we'll see, see four sequels? I don't. I mean, I, the one, first one was Listen, good, but I don't know. All them actors know is like, no matter how crazy it is, they still got to pay me. That's right. Um, pretty much. I'll, I'll be blue like, people for three years, eight years. Hey, I'll play blue people. I don't care. Craig, you make. I, 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 I see. I see your point, and I raise you with this. Where is the Avatar fandom? Do you see a lot of Avatar cosplay? No, no, zero. Call you right. Zero. Are there yeah. Avatar comic books? Are there Avatar? I you know, see none. TV because shows, all cartoons. Avatar was. I only watched Avatar. Okay? It's nothing I only out there. I watched it the right. first time because it was. It was cool 3D, right? It was. It was groundbreaking. Watched, it was groundbreaking 3D. It was groundbreaking yeah, 3D. Everybody saw it. That's why everybody right. saw it. But we all know the story of Pocahontas, and only you know, like <laughs> right. right? Space Pocahontas. Is space right. Pocahontas gonna be so right. good, right? Right. It's ridiculous. Like, okay, I get it. It's Pocahontas. It's fine. It's great. Why don't you do something else now, right. but using that 3D? Like the blue people, we're done with the blue people. Go to a different planet. Yeah, go, go somewhere to, else, go to right? Somewhere else okay, now, right. Using that 3D, I'm with it. I'm like, yo, just do it. But other than that, like, I ain't run into the theater for another thing. Oh, he's making, cool. but he's making four of them, which is nuts. I mean, 
So that's why I'm saying we'll see because you know, we'll the first one see. comes out and, 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 and bombs and maybe bombs and maybe the studio might tap him on the side. The studio might tap him and be like, I don't know. It's bro. hard. To, it's hard to mess with James Cameron though. But you're right. They may they may shut him down. It you know? is. Yeah. It's expensive. Like if we take it done with that first <laughs> one. It, yeah, it Avatar is still one of the most expensive movies ever made. All right. Now. All right. Right. Well, that Titanic made, was, right? And then this is the next one, right? Yeah, they, he keeps trying to top yeah, that Titanic one. Yeah, Titanic made him back. I mean, Titanic made his money back. But if this, right. money don't, if this movie don't make his money back, he might get that tap on the shoulder like, hey. And then he did say gotta, he did say they're making a new Terminator, too. Now, he said, and yeah. he also said that yep. he, he's going to produce it, and it's going to mm -hmm. take place right after Terminator 2. So basically, it's going to eliminate... All the junkie Terminators that came after yeah, Terminator Two. It's like we're just we're just shutting those down. Those never happened. Yeah, right? John never Carpenter occurred. is doing the same thing with Halloween. He's uh, producing right. a new Halloween that ignores all the Halloween movies mm -hmm. except for the first two, mm -hmm. which is perfect. Which is great. Well, yeah. I, mean, I like some of the later ones too. But I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's yeah. Did that storyline like, with his sister Ridley, and the whole thing? Ridley Scott going back to Alien. You've got John right. going back to Halloween. You've got James Cameron going back to Avatar and Terminator. Yeah, Ridley because Scott just that's did Blade where Runner we are too. now. We're the we're the we're the nation of nostalgia. Martin Scorsese is making a mafia movie with <laughs> yeah. Robert De Niro. We is are, he really? Oh God. <laughs> we are, if you look at stuff, that's what we are. We are the nation of nostalgia, and that's what that's what we're going back to. Like I, it's yeah. almost like. The world outside is just so chaotic. We just want to revert back to the things. Our that comfort we place, but I'm fine Our with that though. Stuff. I'm fine that's with that just, though. That's but the way that's it easy, is. That's easier to sell something that people know. Yes, it is. It is. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Blade Runner's anyway, not doing so well in the theaters though. I mean, unfortunately, because well, I thought it was a great the, movie. But you know, Blade Runner the first never Blade Runner, did well. The first Blade Runner didn't do well in the right. theaters. Right. So they I had to expect this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think people forget that. Like. They should never have expected this movie to do well. It would have done as well as the first one. See, they sold it. To... it came out that it was like a two and a half hour R rated sci fi yeah. movie. <laughs> but I bet, they, I bet they sold it as look, we're going to release it right around October. We can get some of that mm -hmm. Fast and Furious crowd in to watch it. You know, we'll these big shots. and the, but Everybody just... misses uh, Harrison Ford. We can, we, can, right. we can get some of them people, the Star Wars people that miss him. But because know, like... they respected the original work so much and they actually kept that theme and that, that, that kind mm -hmm. of serious, somber genre. It, yeah. it, it turned off the rest of the world. It's, it's too well, smart for the rest of the world, happen. right? Yeah. The Walking everybody. Dead. Walking Dead, guys. Oh, oh we, we, we diverged right. a little bit. It's fine. Yeah, we we diverged. Say. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, they don't no, mind. it's totally cool. What do you mean fear here? I mean, no, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> if it was a parent show, I, there'd be something to say. But I'm just reminding <laughs> you that there's there's a track and it's over there, and eventually we have to get I back. Know. Off. I, I will say one thing though. I think Blade Runner. The the sequel will do just will do better like the original movie did ultimately when it's released. Okay, when it's, it's released look, it's because all look of us great on Blu-ray though. Right, all, all of us that watched it, like all of us who probably watched it at home, get the 4K version. We'll continue to watch right, it okay. at home. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. It's it's an intimate that, movie. That's a good point. That's a good point because you're right. Who, who, all those Blade Runner fans who really saw Blade Runner in the theaters, right, with, with the voiceover. Nobody, nobody did. saw that, we right? All yeah. watched that I, I did we actually. All watched that <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I really did, and it was and not. You watched a, it was, in the movie theater. It was too, not right? a full theater. It was not a right. Full theater. And it had right. the voiceover. You saw that that cut, the theatrical yes, cut. Yeah, it had okay. the voiceover. And right. the reason I went is really funny because I was a music nerd. And my mm -hmm. friend was really into Vangelis. Vangelis, wow, well, he killed it in that one, man. And, and uh, like, I, I was like, okay, well, it's Harrison Ford sci-fi, and I'll go see it with him. And 
Anyway, that's yeah. That's great. You, you even watched the Jim Dietz cut. I'm old. The Jim Dietz cut. Of Blade Runner. <laughs> Everybody got a cut. It's the Jim Dietz cut. Yeah. The Darren Dar- 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 Taylor, Taylor cut. cut. Yeah. <laughs> the Aaron Newworth cut. Aaron, you back? Are we, are we still recording? We are still recording. We're just at the end of the second episode. We yeah, diverged into. We, yeah, we, we started talking about Blade Runner, and then that's it. Tangent of Blade Runner. Anyway, we stalled for time. Exactly. Okay. We wanted you back for your Toby ratings. That's why. So yeah. okay. we're, on, we're on the last sentence of the second episode. Madison sinks underwater, then opens her eyes. She kicks to the surface, and she sees bodies all around her. She swims to the riverbed, and she sees people flocking to the shore, filling containers with water released from the dam. Good scene. It was a good scene. <laughs> I, I like this. Like I was really worried during the second episode. It's like, is this gonna like suck like last season, where like the second episode was just kind of a downer, or like it really just kind of dwindled off? It's like, no, this got it ramped up in the intensity and whatnot. I think it ended quite nicely too. It's a little. I mean, you can question the whole bombing the dam and then like the boat like taking forever to either get sucked out or not get sucked out. But besides that, it's like okay, I, I like the idea here. I like what was going on. Yeah, you don't really know who survived and who didn't. I mean, nope, we're nope. assuming everyone did. I mean, she did. I'm assuming Alicia and Strand did uh, off the boat. And we're assuming that, you know, uh, Daniel and Nick made it off the top of the dam all right. And, they really didn't lose that many people. Right. I mean, we can assume. We can assume they didn't lose that many people. Uh, we don't know. I mean. This episode did take care of a number of characters, like Walker and Crazy Dog. No, but I like, mean, they're, the they're going somewhere else. Right. Oh, they're yeah, the family. Meant, yeah. Right. No, yeah, I meant the yeah. main. I mean, the main. That's what I meant. The main. Yeah, the core cast started is fine. with. They're yeah. still here. Everybody yeah. else, they had to clean house pretty much. And yeah, though it gives it gives it a fresh start. Like I was saying it's, it's, much earlier, right. like the Because even the yeah. even the woman that I liked, the Alicia was working with, I liked her, but right. I guess. When but you think still, about they it, they can still find her. She's, right. she's, she's healing up. up. She's at the. She's, she's convalescing at the bazaar right, right now. Right. She's, she's. She'll be back. Yeah, she can be right. She got to start him off in a new. I, you know. I, yeah, you do have to clean the slate and then let the showrunner come in and kind of decide what they're going to do. Yeah, I thought they left the main characters in interesting places. I mean, Madison is very much defined by her kids, but now she doesn't know where they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Nick is with Daniel, who is like not going to cotton to his foolishness. No, he's going to have right. And Alicia's going to be like out of the out of the sphere of her brother and mom, like on her right. own to right. kind of like define herself. So I mean, she'll cut her hair. Are, those are all interesting places for these characters to be, you know. Right. right. And Madison will probably be around some kids. Maybe she'll be a teacher again. Guidance counselor in Mexico. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> after, and after the apocalypse, guidance counselor. Perfect. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I see you being, okay, your weapon of choice. You're going to have, uh, let's see here. Maybe crossbow. A yeah, that's a crossbow. You're going to have a crossbow. That's right. <laughs> Study these classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, so before we get to our Toby ratings, quick word from our sponsor. Jim, would you please... DCBService.com is an excellent place to do your Christmas shopping. You know why? Why, Jim? I'll tell you why. Why? They're awesome, why? They're awesome people that you will, you will love to give your money to because they're great, and they have great service. They have great customer service, and they have the biggest supply of geeky uh, gifts for the geek in your life or the Walking Dead fan in your life or uh, whoever uh, at great prices, a lot of times even lower than Amazon, uh, especially on you know the kind of stuff that – People who listen to this uh, this podcast would love. I, I'm sorry. My computer froze up. Ah! Oh no! <laughs> no. Oh no! I hate it when that happens. It's okay. got that sustenance that you need. 
when you read these comic books. So uh, DCB service, has, like, for instance, if you want a DC or Marvel trade paperback or hardcover, they're all 50% off right now. And this is the time of year where you want to go ahead and get that shopping done for Christmas. I mean, we're I'm saying. at the end of October. we got, you know, Halloween is coming up. And uh, a lot of Walking Dead fans out there, there are a lot of great uh, gifts. You can get them at DCB service at 30 40 yeah. 50% off. Uh, I always one of the things I always recommend to a fan, even if they don't want to get all the comics, is the uh, perhaps the uh, the uh, Walking Dead coloring book, which has the the art of Charles Adler from the comic book. Uh, you can oh, color, yeah. color in your own zombies or color Rick in. It's really cool. There are, there's also a, a version of issue 100 done in artist edition size, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, there are all kinds of uh, like I said, comics, graphic novels. But not only that, they have t-shirts, they have statues, they have action figures, they have gaming supplies, collectibles. Uh, anything pop culture under the sun, you can find it there at a great price. And if, uh, and you know, they even um, they even put 5, 5% toward uh, Comixology toward your order. So you can use that there for free digital comics just for ordering stuff for them kind of a cool thing uh doomsday clock is coming out that watchman dc crossover and that's getting a lot of buzz. marvel legacy right now in the comic mm-hmm. front it's very 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 cool yeah i'm uh, a 3x anybody want to buy the t-shirt for me okay there are a lot of cool t-shirts to be had here a lot that's of, right a lot of cool zombie stuff to be had as well um so, you know, for the zombie lover or the geek in your life, go to DCB okay. Service, find them something uh, at a great price and get it shipped to, you know, to your door and to their door if they're not, you know, whatever. Uh, it's great stuff. There's a, a new uh, uh, volume one of the uh, graphic novel based on American Gods, the series. Oh, yeah. okay. That's yeah, cool. right. Yeah. 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 But there's an ongoing comic book now based mm-hmm. on in that universe, which is pretty sweet. I like Ian, which um, is good. Like so. Yes, definitely. That whole series was a mind blower. Yes. Uh, so definitely, DCB Service is, is the place, and uh, DCBService.com is the website. Check them out. Find something cool and get it at a great price. Excellent. Thank you, Jim. You're awesome. Thanks for doing that. All right, guys. On to our Toby ratings. So, Aaron, start with you, sir. Last one of the year. Your last Toby rating officially of 2017. I abstain. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I no. I I think this is a. I mean, for both of them, I think it's a solid four out of five Tobies. I do think it does what I would like from a Fear of the Walking Dead episode, given the giant curve I have to place it on for the quality of the series as a whole. It, this is around the. You know, it's very good for what it's trying to do here. I think it. Even if the kind of some of the messier parts, which honestly, compared to some of the other episodes, there aren't really many of. Th- th- this works. Like I was engaged with it. I enjoyed seeing some of the characters taken what seemed to be back down to what I know them as and working as such. The acting strong in a number of scenes with Daniel and Nick and Strand. Um, I got to see Troy die, so I mean that obviously elevates any episode. Oh yeah, like they could they could insert that scene into other shows, and it would make those episodes better. So like it all just works out <laughs> in that regard. But I, I yeah, I for you know to, but both of them. <laughs> is it a GIF yet? Is it is it an animated GIF yet with her hitting him in the head? It, it should be oh, a GIF I could use to send on like a phone, like if I want to end a conversation, just be like hit like hit hammer hit <laughs> slam on the ground. <laughs> on a very special episode of Kevin can wait. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I four out four out of five Tobies for both episodes. It was a solid, it, for, especially for this season. Uh, it's a it's a solid finale. Excellent, excellent. All right, Daryl, how about you? 
Uh, I, I give it a three out of five. Tobies. Back to positive. We all win. <laughs> three out of five. I mean, I'm just reminding you that, that Troy died. All right, just 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 reminding you. That's the three. You got all three. Right, okay, all right, all right. Just That's the curve up. That's the curve up. We're done with Troy. It's time for it to happen. Um, yeah, I, I, I was, you know, there were things, of course, I wanted to see. We got a little bit of it. We got a taste of it, but I wanted more. But, you know, it is what it is. We got through this together as a community. We did. We, we, did. we rose through, you know, the fire, and we came out on the other side. I don't think we stronger. could have done it alone. We couldn't have done this alone. No, like, we had to do this as a family, as, as a, a community, right. as a group. We, we held our hands and got through it together. We right? held hands and we got through it. So that's, that's what I'm great. Three, three out of five, we got through this. That's it. We just got through this. We got through it. No. I, yes. I hear you. I hear you. And we did. And it's been an adventure. And you know what? Maybe, I don't know. I'm going to say this positively. Maybe if you binge watch it, it's better a little bit. I don't know. I'm just going to say, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe this, this week to week thing with fear just is not, you know, it's not as tasty as it would be you if you watch sure it. Are I you mean, I said a little sure. bit. A little bit. I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. You know what I mean? Right, I don't know. Right. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think watching all of this in one session no. be like, oh my God, I was wrong the whole time. All I need to do is make my head explode because of all the crap that's going on in the Because <laughs> there's some shows like that. You know, you, you stretch it out. It's like, oh my God. But when you watch it all together, you can't wait for the next one. It's like you keep, you know, you're engaged in it. But I'm not a binger to begin with. You're not? So like it already doesn't really apply to me, but I don't okay. think watching a show that I have a passable enjoyment of is really the way to go. <laughs> like as far yeah, as when I, I should do this in long good. sessions. I'm good, a good yeah. binger and it's not the way to go. Not the way to go. You don't okay. really like that you're not loving. If you ain't loving it, you're not gonna want to no, some of these episodes are, are some of the longest hours I've had recently. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. putting, putting a whole bunch of them together does not seem like a good idea. <laughs> and Daryl, when you when you're doing your little speech about so getting through together, I couldn't uh-huh. help but think uh, Chaka Khan through the fire. Oh, the yeah. The f- yeah. I'm, I'm ending the show with that song. Done. That, that's sold. Through the fire, to the limit, to the wall. The chance to be with you, I'd gladly risk it all. Oh, man. It fits, man. Chaka Khan. That's right. Jim, how about your Toby ratings? Chaka Khan? I am giving, I'm with Aaron. I give this a four out of five. And then I, I give this, it's handicap plus one because Troy <laughs> killed. So it is, but it is a four out of five. Wait, wait, is it four plus one? So that makes it a five out of five, or no? No, it's, no, oh, okay. it's, a, no. it's a three. It's four. three plus a one. Okay, got it. Don't you go getting excited now? A net total of four <laughs> <laughs> with, with the plus one. Okay, got it. Yes, that includes the plus one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I like the way I, I like Ray McKinnon a lot. I like uh, the way this left the characters. Uh, I'm actually interested to see. What happens next from where they left them? Uh, there were some things I questioned, some motivations or whatever that kind of kept it from being a, you know, a home run or whatever. But as these episodes go, I think Aaron made a good point at the beginning of, of the episode. These are probably some of the better episodes of Fear the Walking Dead that we've gotten. Um, so I definitely give it a four out of five for the whole two hour span. Excellent. Um, I will. Diff. Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I, I'm going to say I, I like the first episode pretty good. I'm going to give that one a 4.25. Um, and then the other one I'll give a 4. So I average that out. I guess between a 4 and a 4 and a quarter is kind of where I'm at. You can't just say 3.75. No, easier. no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. It's a 4.1712. All right, there you go. Uh, Jeez. It's good stuff. I like right. what I'm seeing. I, I like... You know, 
I know it's kind of technical, but fear definitely has its own flavor. And I think the camera work and stuff's a little different. The lighting is different. Like it's definitely growing into its own. If just they got past some of these writing issues that they've been having, which I, I think is swiftly coming, obviously with the change of leadership, mm-hmm. this show really could stand on its own. It just, have to, it just has to get there. So we'll see what happens. Um, I think for next year, we'll take it a wait and see. We'll see maybe do a couple episodes at a time uh, instead of doing yeah, it week, that might week be the to week. Way to go about it. Yeah. yeah, because the ratings have been really dropping off, and I don't want to. You know, I mean, I, I love talking about it with you guys, but I may just do it that way just to break it up a little bit. Maybe we do like two episodes and then we'll talk about it in another two episodes. We kind of can break it up. We'll see how it goes. But um, then again, it could be explosive and we may have things to talk about. So yeah, It could be great again. It could be great. <laughs> make make Fear the Walking Dead great. Period. Yeah. Oh, no. So, um, but we're, we're going to remain hopefully yeah. after that. But guys, we have one more week to go. And then actually just not even six days from now. Nope. We've got the hundredth episode of The Walking Dead right here. It's called Mercy. It's directed by uh, Greg Nicotero. Heard of him? Yeah, Rick is back. Yeah, Rick is back. Greg, Greg called. Greg called me. Said Jim, for your birthday this year, I've given you an episode, a season premiere of The Walking Dead. And I said, thanks, Greg. That's awesome. We've already won. That's it. That's right. So, but who cares what we have to say? Our listeners have stuck with us. And giving us their very own Toby ratings as well. Jim, would you do the honors of reading our Facebook listeners' Toby ratings for the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead? Sure thing. Uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast is the name of the Facebook group. And by all means, please join it because it's a lot of fun. And I'm sure we'll be getting a lot more uh, traffic and a lot more updates and fun uh, memes <sighs> and whatnot when the actual show begins. Um Seth Tillman starts this off with four out of five oven roasted autos. First hour was good setup for the finale, which was, in my opinion, one of the best of the series. Excellent way to pique my interest for season four. Looking forward to finding out who survived. And thank you guys for the excellent content. And now on to the main event next week. Thank you, Seth. That was super Thanks, nice. Seth. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, DeRay Irvin, I give both episodes a total of four Tobys, mainly because I think Ray McKinnon is a fantastic actor. Mm hmm. And I agree with you totally, DeRay. And I really like this creepy Proctor John character. However, no one recovers from surgery that quickly. No one. <laughs> Unless you're Proctor John. <laughs> I guess. Uh, the Christmas scenes were weird and interesting as hell and all, but uh, it was better than most of the other episodes. Uh, Scott Homan, uh, two creepy dinner parties out of five. I don't even know where to begin. So much potential here, but so many terrible decisions as usual. This felt very rushed and thrown together. I like the idea of the defending the dam from an attack, but we barely got to know this Proctor group. I really liked how Mad Dog was sniping people. I think it means Crazy Dog. Yeah, this means uh, this Crazy Dog. Yeah. Let's get the name straight, guys. There's Crazy Dog. One of the recaps I read had it as Mad Dog. I think I may have... So it's it's confusing. Sorry about that. I mean, it's cra- it is Crazy confusing. Dog. These names are clear as day to me, Craig. Crazy Dog <laughs> and Mad Dog. <laughs> what is it? With Back to the Future, what was his name? Mad Dog... Uh, what was his name? Tannen? Mad Dog Tannen, yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. All right. Not, Not Crazy Dog Tannen. There you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of Walking Dead is how the group keeps growing and collecting interesting characters. Fear does introduce some interesting people, but then kills off every single one of them. <laughs> you, need more, you need more than Madison and Alicia going forward huh. for people to care about this show. Uh, Chuck Mess wrote in, We did it! All of us! 
Yes. We collectively <laughs> survived another season of this show called Fear. And seven of us are still watching our awesome host of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys for filling that void in our lives. Don't know what we'd do without each of you. Larry, Martin, Sam, Leroy, and Tito, or whatever your beeping names are. <laughs> I guess we have different names now. Right? As long as I'm not Tito, I'm okay. <laughs> Uh, I really did enjoy these last two episodes. Was this, was this a sign of things to come? Well, I don't know. The show has failed to keep its momentum time and time again. But I'll keep it positive and say 4.2 Tobies out of 5. Oh, F it. 5 out of 5. Mostly because I don't have to watch it for a long time. <laughs> oh, wait. That wasn't very positive, was it? Oh, well, I tried. Uh, Susan Monk wrote in uh, three apocalyptic Christmas dinners out of five. They finally had to talk about the hair. Good for that. <laughs> We've known this on Z Nation for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I realized Proctor John was played by the same actor who played the weird U.S. attorney is trying to make a case against the Sons of Anarchy. That's I right. Yep. Yeah, I knew he was on Sons of Anarchy. Ah. Um, I can hear Daryl saying, why can't we have one Christmas dinner without someone losing their head? <laughs> uh, five stars out of five to the podcasters for hanging in there every week to bring us some very fine entertainment. Oh, thank you, Susan. Oh, thank you, Susan. You're awesome. We try. We try. Uh, Chuck Mess wrote in, I can hear Richard Sheldon going on about the wasted food at the table. That's funny. You know, yeah, yeah, come on, Chuck. We had a whole table full we of food. We miss you, Chuck. We miss you, Chuck. Not yeah. a sign of cake, though. I didn't see any cake. No. No. Maybe some pie afterwards. I don't know. We didn't see it. Open, open to Sangha. Uh, three Sons of Anarchy out of five. Love seeing Rob McKinnon. Took me back to SOA. Why couldn't Madison have killed Troy earlier? In the, end, it was, in the end, it was that easy, eh? I've sat through this entire season. Only two things have kept me watching. The excellent podcast and knowing that 22nd, 23rd of October was fast approaching. Bring on the Walking Dead. You're here. Thanks, Opinder. Yeah, funny. thanks, Opinder. Appreciate that. Yeah. Johnny Stower, three bullets out of your cheekbone out of five. I'm so mad Troy got whacked. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the GIF? I'm still waiting for it. I don't see it yet. <laughs> the first episode was good, but the dream scenes made no sense, and I've watched the episode twice. They were inserted dream se- sequences while she was awake. Can someone tell me if uh, Strand was shot before Nick took the detonator because he was holding his side and walking weird. I feel like Erickson was like, I'm done with the show and good luck putting it all back together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They did a first. They split the group up in a finale for the first time on the show. Uh, Michael Santana, three X or sniper X machinas out of five. (laughs) I'm not even sure how to feel about this two hour finale after all that insane behavior and essentially begging to be put down. Madison waits till just that moment to end Troy's life. I just really have a hard time seeing every single, uh, the walking dead universe character take forever. I'm looking at you, Alicia and Nick to realize that killing is necessary in this environment, especially when given an antagonist really has it coming. I uh, uh-huh. totally enjoyed your podcast for Fear of the Walking Dead, but I'm overjoyed that we're back to the real deal now. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Susan Monk also added uh, rest in peace trick. <laughs> That's cool. No more trick. Uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington now. For the first episode, I'll give it a four. It's a miracle Proctor John can walk again out of five. And for the second, I'll also give it a four. For his next miracle, Proctor John will now walk on water out of five. <laughs> uh, even though I quite enjoyed the episode, the best part was the end. Yay, the parent show's back next week. We made it, guys. We actually made it. <laughs> Thanks, Richard. Appreciate that. 
Uh, Rob Cook, uh, three surprising hammer blows to the head out of five. Way to go, Madison. Elsewhere in the penultimate episode, we had unconvincing spinal surgery without anesthesia, uh, nine-millimeter dental surgery, and the world's worst trolley dash. Uh, the final episode gave us some good stuff with best villain in the series so far in Proctor John, who also sums up the Clark family brilliantly and presents a real threat. Poor old Strand completely lost his touch this season. Mm-hmm. Dan- Daniel is morphing into the Terminator and is the best character on the show. <laughs> uh, finally, we have the world's worst CGI dam breach. <laughs> Did Madison drift all the way to the L.A. River? <laughs> also, what was going on with the Christmas scenes? Because who cares? Actually, really enjoyed. Hate watching this season mainly because of you guys and the Facebook group. Cheers and roll on to the real deal. Nice. Uh, and finally, Tammy Heisley wrote in, overall, I really enjoyed these episodes. The Christmas scenes were different and weird, but I love them. Four Tobys. I can't wait to see what Gibble does in season four. And thank all of you for sticking with the podcast, even though it was you know, not the main show. I really appreciate it. And thank you for all of your comments. It was very cool of you to, to you know, give us that encouragement and help us along in some of the rougher times on this show. So we appreciate it. And yes, we are turning a corner back to the real show next week. So. Oh, it's going to be grand. It's going to be great. I think it's actually turning a corner all around. It's going <laughs> to, I really have high hopes for next season of fear and, um, you know, thanks, Jim, as always, for reading those uh, those Tobies. I definitely look forward to that. If you want to become a member of the Facebook page, just go to Facebook, do a search for The Walking Dead TV Podcast. Hit Join Group. We'll get you in very quickly, and you can uh, be a part of all this fun. So next week, we go back to our traditional Buster ratings. And, uh, oh, it's going to be a, it's a 100th episode. It's going to be huge. I just I can't wait. I'm, 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 I haven't looked forward to a show in this long for a long time, honestly. It's, I think it's going to be earth-shattering. Honestly, so we'll see what happens, but uh, stay tuned for that one. All right, guys, any final thoughts on uh, on fear before we wrap it up? Uh, is it next week already? <laughs> I, I am. I want to emphasize that I am satisfied of how this season wrapped up. I remember last season where it ends at the border and it was really weird and awkwardly handled, and yeah. it just was not very satisfying. This one is satisfying to me. I do think for all the problems the show has. It's in a good position to reset itself into, you know, somewhere promising. And I, I, I'm not going to say I can't wait for fear to come back on, but I'm certainly in a better position to anticipate something better as opposed to reluctantly going back to this show next season. Do you think if that Abraham thing is true, this goes to anybody, I guess, out there, do you think he could be a regular until he moves on or... Or, I thought it was uh, one episode. They I mean, said uh, one episode, but what's to stop it from being a few episodes? And then I, I don't know. I mean, that'd be kind of cool, I wouldn't mean, it? I mean, I can't say I would enjoy it. I mean, I don't think I'd have an issue with it if they write it well. I mean, I like that character, and we get to see him in a different dynamic. Right. You know, we know he has to move on eventually and head east. And then, you but know, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, he has to move on. I, I mean, it, the the thing about it is, you know, he's not going to get killed. He's safe. Oh, see, that's a good um, point too. You're right. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know how long they can really like get away with that. Yeah, it's a lot of novelty to me, so I just don't really. I mean, it's if it happens, fine, but it's not something where I'm like, man, this is the reason I need to watch Fear now. No, that's I'd true. Dig right. It. Right. I would dig it though. I, I I'd be that novelty that I I would yeah. dig it. I would. I'd I'd be excited for it. I I would dig it. I'd Especially if Eugene and Rosita are there too, right? If they all are there. Yeah, it's a way cool. to get right. to see them, or if they get a chance to split it off. I mean, they might not put the other two, but you, like I said, it'd be easier to use a character that's already dead because they'd have that, you know, free, you know, leeway to to not have to schedule it. Mm. 
against another show. That's true um, too. Yeah. So I'd I'd be good with that for a while. Like if they did it for you know like a mid season thing and then he's gone. Right. You know I'm fine with that. I'd, I'd be good. I like con. I like worlds. I like you know like I like connective tissue. I don't I don't have, I have an issue going in. I know. I mean I knew that that could be a possibility. I don't mind it. Right. And they were so against so. it at the beginning. That's what made us fans even want it more. It's like oh we're never yeah. gonna do a crossover. We're never yeah, gonna do a crossover. It's like well why not? Like, what's wrong with that? I don't like, mind it. I mean yeah. Why, why is not? it so evil? Why is it such a bad thing? Like why? What what's you know? <laughs> it's, same planet, same universe. Right. I mean, not? I know you want your show to stand on its own. I get it. It's kind of like a pissing contest, right? While my right. shows, it's experimental. It's a different thing. You know, it's going to kind of stand on its own. Well, that's cool. Yeah, but give the fans a little what they want. You know, you want to see what's possible. You ain't you beating know? Walking Dead. There's no way you're going to no. beat the, right. what they earned that. They earned that over these the many seasons. So <laughs> I got to... Uh... I gotta hop out again, guys. So I just want to say real quick, I do look forward to talking about the Walking Dead proper yes. next week. Oh yes, um, I'll be, and I will for the listeners and anybody else. I will be uh, back to writing about the Walking Dead over at uh, now at the new site that I'm writing for, uh, We Live Entertainment. Uh, that'll be posted on the, the uh, Facebook group. Of course. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, I look forward to seeing the hundredth episode, seeing what happens. But uh, for now, I gotta go, guys. So, we will uh, see again. you in a week. Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. All right. Stay. Take care. Later. All right. Anything else, guys, to wrap it up, or is that uh, pretty much does it, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, like Daryl, uh, Aaron just talked about where he can be found off of our lovely podcast. Uh, Daryl, what about you? Where can our listeners find you, read you, or see you when you're not talking about zombies? Uh, you can see me and Jim. You can hear us uh, uh, talking about all the new TV shows and the new fall season on Nothing's On. Uh, we have a good time with that show with Donnie. Um, I think we've been hitting a stride this this. Uh, these these last few months it's been really you know the shows have been really hitting on a high level we've been getting a lot of tv talk done and a lot of a lot of uh interaction with the with the the listeners and stuff so it's been really good um check that out uh check out go check yourself if you're interested in hearing discussion on the star trek discovery with two fans of star trek that can you know go into it without the the bustle of the hate or the, the we, we get into it things we like things we don't but i mean we both know it uh, we don't know the show very well he's connected to it a little bit with the comic side of it well so are um, you you're like a character in the continuity right yes uh, well so. yeah i saved the federation many times you know, or Captain, Captain Bertrand. Bertrand. Everybody knows about Captain Bertrand. Weren't you assimilated yeah, by the Borg, though? Aren't you now a drone? Well, somewhere? I only infiltrated just so I could save. You know, I, you got to join the enemy just so you can. Uh, oh, so you did them. what Janeway did? You, you infiltrated and injected the virus yeah. into the cube. Of okay, got you. Of okay. course, it's all. It'll be. It'll be revealed in the next in a miniseries down the line. Okay. <laughs> uh, but definitely, you can check that out. You can you can uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter on the Voice One Two Three. You might check out my videos where I'm saving my land every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> or, or grilling some fine meats. <laughs> or grilling some fine. I just or, grilled two burgers for, for dinner today. There you or go. Or fine meats. <laughs> or, or being, or being a, a personal, personal escort and bodyguard to Tom King. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We've done that too. Excellent. All right. We'll see you next week, Daryl. Jim, how about you? Uh, HHWLOD, where you got this podcast. You can also get DCTV. And we're back in full swing. We're covering Supergirl. We're covering The Flash. We're covering Arrow. Covering Legends of Tomorrow. And we're covering Gotham. Uh, so all the DC shows. 
uh, every week, uh, every week with Daryl and myself and Jerry, Joe, and sometimes uh, Richard uh, Sheldon as well. Uh, also over at uh, Taylor Network of Podcast, Heavy Gigs in Seaside City. Check it out. It's a it's a role playing game. No, wait, it's a radio play. No, it's kind of halfway in between, <laughs> and it's still kind of fun, experimental. Yeah. Uh, Check that out. It's a lot of fun. I also wanted to mention, I mentioned earlier about the Abraham uh, theory or whatever. Go to the Walking Dead uh, Facebook group. There's a nice big thing on there about uh, Michael Cudlitz and his, like, well, his tweets that I mentioned earlier um, that ties into my theory that you know Alicia's going to tie up with them there. So you can follow up on, on that. Um, follow me on Twitter at Yoda Jones. That's about it. Excellent. And again, we'll see you after the 100th episode as well. Yeah, if you want to listen to my other podcast, I'm the host of the Auto Chat Show, autochatshow.com, facebook.com forward slash autochatshow. Me and my co-host Teddy review new cars, discuss cars and pop culture, whatever else might creep into our heads at that particular moment. Um, actually, we have a pretty big press event today, I'm sorry, tomorrow and Wednesday up in uh, Monticello, New York. So I'll be going up there, meeting up with Teddy, doing some uh, some live and some pretty fresh new car reviews. All the manufacturers bring their new stuff and we get to drive them and drive them on the track, drive them off road. Just not getting speeding tickets, hopefully, up there. So that's uh, that's a lot of fun up there. We'll have a lot to talk about, certainly, after that uh, that big 2018 um, debut. Um, yeah, and that's it. And I'm looking forward, to, seriously, to next week. It's, it's it's I haven't looked forward to this TV show this much in a long time, so I'm really looking forward to next week's hour of uh, Walking Dead. Please join us if you fell off, fell off. Hopefully you come back and rejoin us. But uh, we're looking forward to bringing you the blow-by-blow coverage and... Uh, and your Buster ratings, of course, are welcome, and we will we'll get through this together, the 100th episode, so it's kind of momentous. All right, guys, who wants to close it out uh, this week? There's no more room in hell. Well, there's no more room in hell on the dead walk of the earth, remember. Just blow the dam. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What are you waiting for? You got to switch. You got, you got to blow throw it, it right? Blow the dam. You have to. Do it already. You can't blow close it. that. Once that cover's on, this open, you can't close it again, right? You have to, no, you have to blow no. it. Yeah. Blow the dam. Blow the dam. Staring off into the <laughs> gate into the wilderness, like, what are you doing? Yeah, once that once the switch is flipped, I almost yelled at the, I almost yelled at my phone watching it. Take the shot, just take the shot. I almost did. You tell me you're gonna play it smart. We're through before we start, but I believe that we've only just.